This is a shock podcast. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that is ready to rock and roll right now. Uh, today we have Nicholas John. Hello, hello. He's looking very dapper in his Moroccan fez. Karami Kamel, who what? can't wait to see you fez to fez. What's happening, guys? And uh, Mifzal Malik. If you remember, he admitted he only watches some highlights. What a confession. Some parts of highlights, in fact. <laughs> the whole thing. I am Fez Salmerican. <laughs> okay, with that out of the way, um, we have our World Cup semi-finalists. Let's get the big one out of the way. Morocco stunned Portugal 1-0 despite ending the game with just 10 men. Uh, they're the first ever African team to reach the semi-finals. Previously, three African sides reached the quarters, uh, namely Cameroon in 1990, Senegal in 2002, and uh, Ghana in 2010. Coincidentally, that was when Mifsal was born. <laughs> He's 12. Himself's <laughs> 12 right he now. Acts like so, it. It's a miracle that I work here, you know? <laughs> okay, seriously though, great display from Morocco. And if there's one thing we can thank them for, uh, we can finally stop talking about Cristiano Ronaldo, at least for this podcast. I doubt so. <laughs> it's going to take a lot more than Morocco to silence <laughs> the median hype about Ronaldo. Yeah, but it, it, it was a great display by Moroccans. Um, again, they showed great. They showed that they wanted it more. I think it's the the chance to be the first African team to be in the semifinals, right? So mm-hmm. I guess that was what's in it for them. And just to just to mention that this uh, this Moroccan side this is not a this is not just by luck that they are in the semifinals mm. because back in two thousand seven, I was told that um, the royalties there did invest put in some money for the development of the football there, and this is what the outcome. This is what the outcome the, is. The right? reward. The, the reward. Yeah. Come down, yeah. So um, they are reaping what they sow, and it's great. Although they do have two like two stars, not superstars yet. It's Hakim Ziyech and Ashraf Hakimi, but mm. the rest of the team, I think they complement each other. And really, really, I have to give props to to their manager Walid Redragoy. Uh, who would have thought, right? If if an African team before the World Cup started, I think if we say that an African team could go to the semis, it has to be Senegal. But yeah. And and they are by far, I think, the fairy tale side of this tournament, right? I mean, no one gave them even half a chance of yeah. making it this far, but that's exactly what they did. And they beat Belgium, Spain, and and Portugal, Portugal. along the way, you know. Um, and and I think a lot of people heading into their their semi final mm-hmm. against France, a lot of people aside from France supporters are going to be rooting for them because. Like you said, they're the first African mm-hmm. team to reach the semis. So that's the African continent supporting them. Yeah. They're the first Arab nation. That's Arab support. So them. yeah, you've got the Arab <laughs> yeah. support there. Uh, they we've, are, got, we've got the past supporters here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, okay, for, for those of you who can't see, Nick just went to that comment. <laughs> what just happened? Like, I, I'm, I'm thinking of all the censorship <laughs> issues you're going to face. Okay. <laughs> And, and and they're just the epitome of the underdogs. So anyone who, who who loves supporting the underdogs will be rooting for them as well. Yeah, and you, you're talking about underdogs, right? It's I don't think they are the underdogs. I think they're just 
outside of our radar because mm-hmm. in the qualification to the World Cup, they played six matches and won all six. Mm-hmm. So they've beaten all the other African nations, giants, uh, we can say Cameroon, um, uh, who else? Uh, Ivory Coast, Nigeria. So they might, I think they were under the radar and I think that is great because come to think of it, most teams that have that brought all the attention towards them, uh, such as England, mm-hmm. Port Ronaldo, uh, Brazil, all of them are out. And back, back uh, looking back for a few editions before, I think the same thing happened to Germany, the Spanish team, uh, except for France, because I don't think anyone talked about France in this edition because mm-hmm. we were all expecting another another curse, right? Curse, yeah. So I think that is the reason why they are doing so well right now. Yeah, I, I think what makes this tournament exciting is when... <clears throat> is one is one a team that you don't expect to go that far gets that far mm-hmm. and for Morocco's case even now them reaching the semi-final is already an achievement uh, and I think honestly if they if they don't make it through touch wood, uh, yeah. touch wood if they mm-hmm. don't make it through it, it will be heartbreaking unless, it will it will yeah um, but uh, I think we should all be proud of Morocco for what they've done and uh of course, I should mention another nice highlight from the highlights that I just watched just now <laughs> <laughs> is uh, seeing Ronaldo cry. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, since you guys insist on mentioning that our name, yeah. <laughs> even though I specifically mentioned you shouldn't. Uh, okay, um, he the media interpreted uh, his recent social media post as as a hinting at retirement. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's actually going to happen or is he too addicted to the limelight to stay away? It's very, very difficult seeing that happen. But I don't see him with the club in Europe at the moment. Mm. I, for sure that he won't be playing anymore for mm. Portugal. He's, what, 37? Yeah. But in the club at the club level, I, I really, really can't see any European teams get snatching Ronaldo now. Mm. Nobody wants him, man. I think there are clubs that want him, but can they can't yeah. afford him. Yeah. That's another Maybe story. that's why he's been linked with an Arab team. He saw the side before everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> this is my chance. Oh, I mean, uh, back to back, back to Morocco, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Nick did say about the fairy tale story, right? Because I think this is like I agree with Nick. This is the true fairy tale story because. We've had fairy tales before. They ended quite bad. And mm. we've had South Korean fairy tales, which has no controversy whatsoever. I think... So just like a South Korean drama. <laughs> yeah. I think Moroc- this Moroccan team is doing it the right way. So yeah. that what makes it more special and more sweet to, to, to us neutral fans. All right. In the semis, Morocco will go up against their former colonial masters, France. Uh, the reigning champions are, of course, on course to retain the uh, title after beating England uh, 2-1. I mean, this was something that we all saw coming, right? Um, <clears throat> Come on, it's I, I, England. No, we no. built them up and now it's time for them to tear them down again. Yes, that, that, that is how it, it, it's worked in the past. But I have to say that in this instance, I felt... That the better team did not win. Yeah, I, I I feel that England were were the much better side for large portions of the game, uh, but I think in the end France had three things going for them: mm. Mbappe, Giroud, and Griezmann, and, mm-hmm. right? Because and no Maguire. Maguire <laughs> 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 we'll, playing we'll, well. We'll, we'll get to that later. Wait. 
Because Griezmann has been quite under the radar. Everyone's been talking about uh, Mbappe mm-hmm. and, Giroud. and Giroud and all that. Uh, but his creativity, his movement has have, has been excellent, especially in, in that England match. And and he has this knack of turning up in, in little pockets with his flicks. Yeah. And, and, you know, he, he's that kind of player. Uh, Mbappe, we all know. Mm-hmm. His pace is just phenomenal. Uh, Kyle Walker managed to keep him, I think, more or less... Yeah. Under, under control. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he took him out, but he <laughs> at least... Kept, kept, almost neutralized him. Yeah, almost neutralized him. But to be fair, the, his mere presence there is enough to, to give England trouble, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just by, by the fact of, of him being there. And uh, Giroud, we all know as well. You know, the, the ultimate poacher, you take your eye off him. Mm-hmm. Like Harry Maguire found out, he will, he will get you. So these three things, I think, gave them the edge because their midfield, I think England was superior. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of defence, I think England were a little bit more stable as well. Yeah, and, but the prob- I thought the problem with England was in that match, I think there was not enough urgency. Um, I get that Southgate loves to play possession football, loves to play patient football, but when you're chasing a game, when mm. you're down 2-1, that was what? Almost 12 minutes to the end, right? So, yeah. England it's time was to lay off the smooth jazz and go heavy metal. <laughs> I, I I guess so because that's what Louis Van Gaal did mm-hmm. when they came back from two 0 down against Argentina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, like I said, there there were there wasn't enough urgency. But I thought they do have a few chances. The Rashford free kick, yeah. uh, again the the Kane miss penalty. Uh, but I think but I think the most important thing that. Southgate got wrong mm-hmm. was taking out Saka because mm-hmm. when Saka had the ball when he was on the pitch I think the French defense really really collapsed I think Upa Makano had trouble containing him Theo Hernandez wasn't that I think he needs help containing Saka and Saka did want the penalty yeah. so I guess and leaving Rashford on the bench as well I think Rashford was the I think he's the top scorer for England in the tournament with three goals mm. He, he came on a bit too late. He came right? on a bit yeah. too... I do get why he did not start because yeah. who would have dropped Harry Kane, right? We, we don't see that coming. But inserting Sterling and... Who was the other one? I can't remember. Yeah. I, in, Sterling was quite ineffective yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess that was wrong. He had a, a bit of time on the sidelines. Yeah, that's the reason yeah. why. So why? Why, bring why him would on? you put him mm-hmm. on? Yeah. And oh, back to, back to Maguire. I... <laughs> It okay. I'm not a fan of Harry Maguire, <laughs> but I don't think it's his fault. I think uh, John Stones was the one who was responsible to clear the the ball because he was at the near post. But right. he decided to leave it, and Giroud pounced on it. So mm-hmm. bad luck, Stones. And unfortunately, Maguire <laughs> took the blame for it. Well, was the one standing next yeah. to him. You see. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So let's talk about the other Harry, Harry Kane. Yeah. Um. Once. Okay, uh, on the grand scale of things, it's a small consolation for him. He's now level with Wayne Rooney for most goals for England. Um, he also proved that he can work with NASA once he retires. He can <laughs> send a boat. He can send stuff to orbit. Man is crying right now. <laughs> but but don't you think that Maguire, especially, especially not Maguire, sorry, Harry Kane. <laughs> wow. 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 Harry Kane. Uh, especially for that second penalty, he looked really nervous. Mm. I do think so. I do think so. And I think he thought he thought too much about the penalty. I think just mm. if you want to blast it in the net, you just pick a spot and just yeah, go at it. I focus, think he yeah. was he was trying to do a little bit too much. Yeah. And, he, and if you listen to what the commentator was saying, 
the fact that Hugo Lloris was his teammate, club yeah. teammate as well, you know, so like, oh, the extra keep, pressure. Yeah. The keeper knows me. He knows my style. He probably knows where I like to kick the ball. So probably I should kick it somewhere else. Mm. But I, maybe he's expecting me to kick it somewhere else. So I should kick it to the same spot. So, so it's like you're no, double guessing. Then he is right? psyching himself out. Yeah, I, I know. I would prefer... That's why I love Groot Van Nistelrooy. That's it's my spot. Just, yeah, that is my spot. Yeah. You get there if you can. So, yeah, Harry Kane should... Not putting all the blame on him, but... yeah. Should someone else have taken that penalty? If or Harry... Mount, or is no. it just okay, Harry Kane? Okay, this is my take on it, right? If I'm Harry Kane and I feel... And I'm questioning myself whether I can take it, I would give it to Jordan Henderson. Mm. If, that, if, Harry, I, if I was Harry Kane, but... If Jordan Henderson missed that penalty, <laughs> then there's going to be two people to blame. Why did yeah. you didn't take it, Harry Kane? Yeah, that's the problem, lah. Do you think? Do you guys think Southgate will stay? Because hey, every no, no. other yeah, manager, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're leaving that for. Oh, sorry, okay. the next okay. guy. <laughs> All right. Do you think Southgate will stay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope he does. I really, really hope he does. <laughs> you just don't like me. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to the other uh, semi-final uh, pair, right? It's not Brazil. Uh, Brazil <laughs> proved you should never, ever mess with cats. What did I tell you from last week? What did yeah, I tell yeah, you? you? What did I tell right. you? You get it right. <laughs> uh, the Brazil, of course, I'm talking about when the Brazil press officer threw a cat off the press conference table. Uh, and then Brazil threw away their chances of uh, title number six, beaten by Croatia in a penalty shootout. And uh, kudos for Nick for saying that this was a possibility yes <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and they scored their equalizer with uh, what the, the only shot on target yes, or something exactly, like that right yeah. because yeah we, we were speaking in the earlier show how this is a, a, a match of very contrasting styles Brazil's you know free flowing fast samba mm-hmm. versus Croatia's I don't know the complete opposite of, <laughs> of what Brazil is you know uh, although having said that I think for the most part Brazil had the upper hand uh and and after Neymar scored that opener, I, I really thought they had it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think their mistake was, it looked as if they kept trying to kill off the game mm-hmm. uh, instead of trying to defend their, mm-hmm. their lead. And you know how Croatia can be. You know, they'll pressure you. They will keep sort of like nibbling, nibbling, yeah. nibbling, nibbling until they see their chance and then they'll take it and that's exactly what they did. So I, I was reading some comments as well that uh, Neymar mm-hmm. was very angry with his, with his uh, teammates because he was saying, dude, we've got just a few minutes to go. We've Why? got the lead. Why are you pushing so, so far mm. up front, you know? Um, yeah, I agree with that. But when was the last time you see a Brazilian side defending, defend, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they're just being them, being themselves. Uh, tough luck for Brazil. And although I did predict a 3-0 win mm-hmm. for Brazil, I also did say that if if they, if Croatians can drag the match into the penalty shootout, they'll mm-hmm. come up victorious. And that's exactly what happened. And fun fact, I think Croatia has has a 100% record win record uh, in penalty shootouts at the World Cup. Mm. So the teams that are lo- looking forward for penalty shootout against Croatia, yeah, think again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great. It's also great for Croatia. I think this is their second consecutive semi uh, semi-final berth. Yeah. And it's a great chance for the so-called golden generation, uh, Modric, Perisic, Kovacic. So I hope... 
Is there only chance? This has to be their only last. chance now. Yeah, this is the last time. Um, they would, they can win it if they if they are facing Morocco in in the final. I if again they are facing yeah, France, the, Croatia Morocco is a match that's definitely going to penalty. Yeah, <laughs> if they're facing France, I don't, I don't. It's gonna be another almost a one sided final again. Uh, okay. Um, also, the other semi finalist is Argentina. They needed penalties to get past the Netherlands. Yeah, and surprisingly so, because I thought after 70 minutes, after Messi scored the penalty for to make it 2-0, they were in almost full control until Van Gaal made that switch. He uh, Van Gaal brought on Vought Vergos and changed his uh, his play to Route 1, Route 1 football, and that somehow worked. It's like we were back in the 70s and 80s. <laughs> when Vergos was a, was a monster in the air, he won almost every header. And apparently, his teammates gave him the support that he needed. But his equaliser, though, would you have thought that they would pull off that set piece? That was a freaking genius yes. free kick. One of the best free kicks I've seen. Because you, you put it into context, right? To 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 pull to to even think of doing, of doing that, something yeah. like that and pulling it off in a match such a big game with mm-hmm. so much on the line against such a big opponent mm-hmm. the fact that they did it, it it's just bonkers and it's not it's like it's not on the fly you can see that they've trained that yeah. on, uh, yeah. on 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 while training right cuz it was to perfection and once the Argentinian's defense saw it coming it was too late yeah. and Vergos scored twice it, I was just so so disappointed that the the Dutch did not continue the momentum into mm. the extra time they just decided to to sit back and just absorb mm. and they almost lost it at the end when yeah. Enzo Fernandez mm. hit the post uh, but yeah I think Van Gaal do want the match to go to penalties but it wasn't wasn't on their side, and Emmy Martinez again, mm, again, yeah. again. This will be uh, Louis Van Gaal's final uh, World Cup. He's stepping down for health reasons. Uh, where do you see the Netherlands going from here? <laughs> wow, interesting question. It depends which on means, who. which means, I know jack about this. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's going to depend on who. Will take charge, we'll take right? Over. And who else is there? I mean, they won't get Kuman. They won't. I won't be surprised if Danny Blin is being mm. put into an interim manager again. But um, it's. I think they have to find a, a manager who has credibility, who has who has a bit of a background, mm. because this squad is, I think, quite is a, actually quite solid mm. for for the Dutch. Uh, Van Dyke still have a couple of years in his in his career. Mm. Uh, Depay, uh, Verhorst. Dumfries, don't forget, and Frankie de Jong. I think mm-hmm. they do have a solid spine in the team. It's just that the direction of the team needs to be clear. Whether mm-hmm. which style of which style are they going with for the next major yeah. tournament? Do you guys think Ten Hag is kicking himself right now because he took the United job? He could be Netherlands. <laughs> he could. Yeah. He could be part time, right? It has happened. The, it has happened. It has happened. Yeah. But. It's going to be it, very, very uh, difficult. Yeah, uh, uh, unlikely. Unlikely. Catch all the semi-final matches, both of them live on uh, Astro in uh, HD and 4K UHD. Be there or be square. Hmm? <laughs> 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 I will be there for the final. <laughs> That's good because I won't. <laughs> I need my beauty sleep. I'm old. And on a final note, 
voting is still underway mm-hmm. for the uh, Shock Anugrah podcast. Yeah. You can vote on anugrahpodcastshock.my and go find uh, Podball Sportscast in three and categories. Ultra and Ultra Squatchy. That's my <laughs> other podcast. So under the most popular podcast, podcast, uh, podcast of the year and... Favorite podcast episode. Exactly. So do vote for us and for Ultra Squatchy. Just help me out. Yeah, help us out. This will definitely uh, affect our year-end appraisal. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I need the extra money, guys. We all need the <laughs> extra money. Yeah. So each and every one of you listeners, uh, please go to the website and vote. I'm talking especially to you, Adrian Teo. <laughs> Okay, your name may not be Adrian Teo, but imagine if someone with that name was actually listening. Like, who is this Fezal American? Fezal. On a serious note, just remember to take care of yourselves both physically and mentally. Treat yourself with love, kindness, and respect. We think you're awesome, including you, Harry Kane. And you, Maguire. We joke about you, but it's because we love you. And Neymar. <laughs> okay, I am Faisal American. I'm Nicholas John. I am Karami Kamil. And I am Mufzal Malik. Go watch the matches. <laughs> 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 <laughs>